This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. WCTFM, where the fun never ends. Ron Edwards, your radio refreshment, blowing away the myths and revealing the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ron Edwards American Experience Talk Show, where our unalienable rights are celebrated. And now, your radio refreshment... Ron Edwards. Absolutely. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards, your happy host, back again for another edition of the Ron Edwards American Experience. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition. And uh, boy, do we have a lot of things to cover a lot of good news and um, not so good news as well, and a lot of stuff in between. I'm looking at a picture here of um, old Joe Biden. Uh, what a guy. Uh, Peter Navarro says that he's a bit too weak to stand up to China. Well, we'll talk about that and we'll see. Uh, also, four people at the RNC test positive for Corona China virus. A uh, big deal. Uh, they're positive people everywhere. Um, Oregon cancels the COVID-19 or Corona China virus study over a lack of, get this, minorities. And the Trumpster, our president, grants full pardon to Alice Johnson after the RNC speech uh, yesterday. And she, he pardoned her. And uh, boy, I tell you, what a great thing for him to do. Um, it, 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 to me, it just represents what it's all about, especially as a Christian. Um, she did her time. She got out. In fact, she was over-sentenced for what she did. It was a pretty minor uh, situation compared to the life sentence she got. Horrible situation. When you consider that uh, murderers and people that uh, riot, uh, burn businesses, break into Saks Fifth Avenue in downtown Minneapolis and, and haul stuff out, and they don't even get arrested. Um, and she was uh, arrested and placed in jail for a life sentence. And uh, President Trump l uh, listened to um, Card Ms. Kardashian and uh, boy, and let her out. First, he commuted her sentence and now it's fully pardoned away. And I think that's very, uh, very telling about what America is about. It's about, you know, when you mess up, you take your medicine and uh, we get over it and we keep it moving. And uh, you're allowed to get your life back in order again. And boy, has she done well. She's going to be traveling around the country and uh, talking to people that uh, are just getting out of prison and maybe helping those who are, have been unfairly locked up for much too long, like she was, and getting them out. And what a blessing that is. It's called forgiveness. And it's called getting over uh, problems in, in, in our lives. And it's called redemption. And that is a wonderful thing. By the way, this broadcast today is being brought to you by, in part, by Silverite Global. They're the makers of the world's best pillow, and we'll be talking more about that later. Also, a big shout out to our other sponsor. They're called the Zechariah 2-5 family, and they do a wonderful job uh, for America every day, Monday through Friday. And you can check out what they do by going to their wonderful website, and uh, you should go and check them out as well, comeministry.org. That is comeministry.org, C-O-M-E, ministry.org, and check out what they do as well. In fact, they've got a big event coming up in our nation's capital uh, in September. So check it out again at comeministry.org. 
Um, there's going to be a new march on our nation's capital, um, talking about um, thousands of people gathering uh, to denounce racism and police brutality on the anniversary of the march in 1963, where civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. made his historic I Have a Dream speech. You know, I'm going to tell you something. The United States of America as a whole has made a greater step or steps, greater amount of steps in healing the problem of racism and bigotry in this country than the black people in America themselves have made as far as taking advantage of the wonderful opportunities bestowed upon them by this great republic. What an irony. When you, when you really look at it, you have, and you don't believe me, look at black-on-black -black murder rates. Look at black-on-black -black just ordinary crime rates. Look at the brutality of uh, the, what is because of the white liberal leftists and the black mayors and all of that stuff that has run these cities into the ground for over the past five decades. The black family is in tatters. Black females rule about 80% of all black households. And under their tutelage, over the past three decades, basically, you have the most crime-ridden generation of young men in America. So that kind of poo-poo's on the theme where females always say that they would be better as far as uh, being in positions of authority. They can be just as bitter, in fact, more so than men. Uh, you're not going to hear more. most people say that because it's not politically correct, but it is true. They're just as capable of wrong uh, guidance as men are. And in fact, it's proven they're more so. Look at the black American community. They say that they're smarter than men, that they're superior to men, but look at the men they produce. They run our school systems. And what about this? So this was, um, is, this is a story that was out uh, last week, but it is still bothering me. I cannot get over this. Parents in Tennessee said, hey, okay, we'll, we'll kiss the backsides of the uh, educators and we will not check to see what you are teaching or indoctrinating our young children with via the internet because a lot of the, the schools are going to be teaching via the internet. And they have gotten parents to sign agreements in saying that they will not look and see what, they're being, what are their students are being taught. Well, I'm sorry. It is what you know. It goes back to the old adage: "What is taught to one generation dictates the direction it takes in the next." And if parents don't care enough about their children and about our society that they're going to be leaving behind, and they're willing to leave the total um, control of their children up to, to government school educators, what does that say about parents? What does that say how much they love their, 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 their children? In the Bible, it says, if you love your children or child, you will chastise them. Meaning that you will point them in the right direction. You will make sure that they're taught correctly. I remember when uh, we were in elementary school, and we were in what was considered to be a very good school system, very good school. But yet... Our parents were very hands-on, and they found out, hey, look, the quality could be much better. You know what they did? They took us out for a whole month. And we thought at first we were going to be getting a break because our parents were not, uh, well, my mom was an English teacher. But for the most part, most of the parents were not teachers, so we thought we'd get a break, right? Nope. Their curriculum was was more stringent than the supposedly good school we were attending they got us all together in the basement of a church and it was very disciplined and the whole nine yards they had us practice exercising for gym and everything so there was no slacking just because the parents were involved but today and of all places tennessee a red state where you think that people have more of a uh, common sense and a moral attitude, but to allow the government educators to dictate to them, you shall not 
watch or look and see what we're teaching your students. You hear me? Do you understand? And the parents go, yes, 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 and signed it. I would not have agreed to that. I would have said, hell no. Hell to the no. No to hell and hell to no. So um, it, it just shows you how, I hate to say it this way, how stupid many Americans can be. I love my I love my country and I really appreciate it. But some of us are really, really stupid. I mean, that's the only way I can. Um, here's another indication of how stupid Americans are. There is a poll out says uh, find the majority support NBA boycott over Blake shooting. A strong majority of Americans support the NBA players' boycott of the playoff games to protest the caught-on-camera police shooting of Jacob Blake. A poll of 7,425 Americans found 45% strongly support the players, with another 12% who said they somewhat support them. The polls show that 21% strongly oppose the job action, while 7% somewhat, somewhat oppose the move. Overall, the numbers show American support of the players, job action beats out the opposition by more than two to one margin. 51 to 28, the survey showed. So to me, that shows that um, the majority of Americans are very stupid people, which makes me very concerned about the upcoming election. It really does. If they can't understand that the reason why these people are doing what they're doing, it's not about racism. It is about using racism to promote a leftist way or leftist doctrine and to push leftist principles and policies further into the fabric and framework of our society. We're supposed to be the big free nation, right? The, the land of the free and home of the brave. Well, why is it that in London, a city more crowded and larger than New York City as far as population. Yet they're open and fully shopping. Go to uh, Piccadilly Circus and all the, the stores are open. Beautiful place too, Piccadilly Circus, by the way. And all the shops, uh, you know, everyone's happy. They're walking around and, you know. But here in America, guess what? Times Square is still shut down. You hardly ever see any, any um, uh, people walking around Times Square. And most of your major downtowns, even where there were no big riots, it is still much quieter than it was before the uh, Corona China virus. It's not good stuff, folks. We're supposed to be the, the bounce back nation. We're the ones who are supposed to lead by example and showing that uh, we are the land of the free and home of the brave, that we do not allow... Um, a virus or actually a parasite that's what it really is Corona China virus but it's actually a parasite we didn't, we're not supposed to allow that to scare us into our homes into our basements oh speaking of basements Uncle Joe is coming out he's going to come out of the basement and uh, he's going to do some campaign campaigning in the uh, swing states and guess who he's blaming for the Corona China virus of course President Trump Unfortunately, there's a lot of people with adult brains who will believe Biden. That's sad. That's really sad. But I still remain optimistic that the, the Trumpster will win re-election. That when it comes down to the count, that enough Americans will vote. And um, there will be a large enough majority of Americans who will vote in support of Trump to offset the cheating of the uh, Democrats harvesting and all of that kind of stuff. Anyway, we've got a lot coming up. I'm Ron Edwards. You are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. And we'll be back in just a minute with our special guest, Mark Taylor. Hey, y'all. Hey. This is Diamond and Silk. Mm -hmm. Don't you touch that dial. You better not. You better come back. Mm -hmm. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Today, I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. 
As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. WCET released the app. So now you can take WCET radio everywhere you go. Just go to the Google Play Store and search WCETFM. That's WCET space FM and install it. Then it's ready to go. Oh, and did I mention it's free? Well, it is. WCET, we got the app. Blowing away the myths and revealing the truth. It's the Ron Edwards American Experience. Absolutely, and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. I am your host, Ron Edwards, and thank you so much for joining us. And you can join us um, via 985-218-0185. And before we get to our special guest, you know, um, now we say that... um, Dr. Quack is a social distancing vaccine warrior fraudster. We're talking about Dr. Fauci. In pandemics, typically 70% to almost 99% of the population becomes infected. There is a national immunity. At some point, the virus dies out. And that's the way it goes. But when you separate people and lock them down, guess what happens? There is not that chance for herd immunity. And when you finally release them and allow them to trickle out, you will have upticks in the number of virus victims. Or in this case, it's actually, I think, a parasite. And so it just the, the cycle will keep repeating itself. I'm not a doctor, but I do know history and I know, do know how things work in these kinds of areas. And for America to continue to uh, listen to people like Dr. Fauci and Scarf Lady and people of that ilk, globalist ilk it amazes me but deception is uh, pretty prevalent in our republic today well one person who was not deceived his name is mark taylor he's an author he is a very very uh, great historian in my opinion he knows his stuff he knows the word of god and uh overall great guy and he's agreed to join us today on the Ron Edwards American Experience. Hello, Mark, and thanks for uh, returning and uh, joining uh, us today. Thank you for having me on, too, brother. It's always an honor to be on here. Yeah. Well, Mark, uh, you heard me talking about the Dr. Fauci and Scarf Lady. And um, the thing, you know, the thing that I have realized that uh, it is not, a, it may not be a virus, but rather a parasite, because if you look at how parasites are treated and one of the things that um it works you know that works to, to to wipe it out is hydroxychloroquine which is used to get rid of um parasitical um pandemics uh, if you, that's what you want to call it like malaria and those Correct. kinds of products do not work that well against viruses so please explain to me sir why they call it a virus though what it wipes out parasites actually works against it well you, you got some other things you can take for parasites as well i know finbendazole is another uh, uh, uh medication that you can take for that that's used for parasites i think the pharmaceutical company uses menbendazole if you will but here's the thing we all know why they're suppressing hcq hydroxychloroquine is because now we're finding out ron the truth behind hcq it's not just for uh the, the covid it's curing other things and some of these other things, so to speak, they don't want us knowing right now. So I encourage people to start digging into exactly what HCQ actually cures, because it cures a whole host of things. And that's exactly why they're trying to suppress this. It's not just about COVID. It's about other things that it actually cures. Even the president had a, a roundtable with some people, and he had a lady there that was giving her testimony, or some people that were giving her testimonies on HCQ, and there was a lady next to him. That said, and it also does uh, helps to cure lines. And he said, "Oh, really? It, that's what I heard. Something about lines." 
So they're bringing attention to different things that HCQ actually cures. And people like Fauci, who is uh, with Bill Gates, are developing these vaccines and have the patents on these vaccines. They can't make money by doing that. They want you to have the vaccines. And they're trying the whole mask thing right now is simply a doorway to see how many sheep that they can get on board to, to wear these masks. Because at some point, they're going to try and implement mandatory vaccines. Now, you and I both know Trump's not going to make it mandatory. A.G. Barr has already said this. But this is all a, a progressive step uh, in, a, in the direction to where you're not going to be able to uh, go into a store unless you've got vaccination ID or this, that, and the other. But to get back to the HCQ, I encourage people, research what HCQ actually does and helps and cures. Read the case studies. Even one is now saying something about cancer in there. They don't want people being cured of Lyme's. We all know Lyme's disease was a bioweapon. Uh, they can research all of that on their own. They don't want people cured of cancer. Too much money's coming in for research. That's why they don't want the HCQ stuff coming out. And this is exactly why President Trump has been pushing for HCQ to come out. I'd like to see the president personally make it over the counter. Yep. Yep, that would be super. And because it's very inexpensive. And here's the other thing about uh, these vaccines that they want to bring out. They are made with some horrible stuff, whether it's human body parts, uh, body parts of pigs um, and other nasty things. So something that comes from, you know, you know, ingredients that are so horrible and unhealthy. Why would you use something like that? to supposedly cure or block other diseases, even if they're man-made, from harming the human body. It does not make sense. It doesn't build into true science, in my opinion. And to me, it's just another road to breaking us down physically and making us weaker in the long run. And also, you mentioned two names, Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates. These people are using these uh, so-called vaccines to harm us in a way that it's, you know, it's called depopulation. What say you on that? Absolutely. And and you have to remember that they're using nanotechnology in these vaccines to trace and track. And that's how they're going to ID you. That's just how they're going to, uh, you know, bombard you with frequencies to activate certain things in your DNA or this, that, and the other. People don't realize the technology that we have. We are light years ahead of what's actually being disclosed to the public right now. And so they have this nanotechnology, Bill Gates does, uh, inside these vaccines, which is exactly why they want to make it mandatory. You know, you have to ask yourself, too, you know, not to get off the track here on the vaccines, but going back to the HCQ, why is it as Resmodeer, the medication Resmodeer, is thousands of dollars, and HCQ is like, what, 10 bucks? And you've got rhino politicians like Marco Rubio pushing Resmodeer versus HCQ, forcing people to wear a mask against their constitutional right. The masks do absolutely nothing. The CDC has come out and said that it does nothing, but yet they want to force all the stuff upon us. Again, this is just, this is just a stair-step effect of first the masks, who's going to comply, then we're going to try to put mandatory vaccinations, which Bill Gates and Fauci have their nanotechnology in, which is designed to make you sick and to infect you with other things other than that, because like you said, it's all about the depopulization agenda. And the people that don't believe in that go to the Georgia Guidestones. It's written in actual stone the depopulation agenda yeah we were just there a couple of us uh uh just about was it going on three years we were there at the georgia stones and uh, we blew shofar there and all of that stuff but uh yeah yeah and it's there i think it's six or seven languages if you look at the different slabs that they're talking about the depopulation down to um i think six hundred thousand or five hundred thousand i mean who made these people god in their own mind i mean this is just retarded that these people are allowed to have so much authority in our nation and dr fauci has been around for a long time through several uh, uh, administrations, and he's always popping up like a bad penny. But um, he's supported by many people. We went into the store just not uh, long ago, my wife and I. So funny. I had on my uh, Trump mask, and she had on a re- uh, the best mask you could uh, wear. It allows you to breathe and all that. It's, 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 it's really great. And uh, it wasn't perfectly all the way over my nose. 
And because I can't, you know, to go in this store, you have to have it on. It's a private yeah. store. And, OK, we make the choice to go in there. They have the right to say this, that and the other. And if we choose to go in there, you know, we honor their request. But it wasn't perfectly over my nose 100 percent. And the guy sounded like a robot, literally. He sounded like Robocop. I, I need you to pull that mask 100 percent over your nose. Pull the mask all the way over your nose. I mean, just like that. Yeah. And yeah. I pointed that out. I said, my God. In fact, I think he heard me. I said, boy, he sounds like a robot. You want it over? Do you want it this far? I mean, these people are crazy. These, these brainwashed Americans. Have you seen videos of people attacking individuals who walk into a store without a mask or the mask is not yeah. all the way up? I mean, beating people up. And right, uh, right. I, I've had enough of this, and yeah. I know you have. Oh, yeah. And see, at what point do we start fighting back? See, if someone says something to me about a mask, because it, first off, they're not educated on the mask. I, I, you know, me being a retired firefighter, I dealt with, uh, you know, uh, bio uh, stuff all the time. And which brings up another point. What are we going to do with all this biohazard that's supposedly infected with these masks? If the mask protects you from COVID and you've got COVID on the mask, where, where are you putting it? Isn't that considered a biohazard? Why aren't we going around with biohazard bags picking all this stuff up if that's the case? Exactly. So, the, 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 you see what I'm saying? Yep. So, uh, you know, if, if, if you look at the box, it will say on there, it's not for COVID-19, the mask <laughs> box, when you buy the mask. So when people say something to me, I look at them and I say, does that mask you're wearing work? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then why do I need one? Ah, uh, there you I mean, go. Why do but, I need one? If your mask works, then why do I need one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, and I just, I just would love to. I wish I could speak the, to the entire nation at one time, all 340 million Americans, and uh, it, it really it tell them the truth about these things, about these different issues, um, whether it's the the uh, Corona China virus situation, or when it comes to. Um, Different issues like, um, Mark, it is literally live or die time for our nation. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. And yep. I love how you talk about these issues. That's why I want to have you on this week. In fact, I have a column that's out on America um, Out Loud, and that's the title of it. It's live or die time, America. And I just want to yep. you know, read a couple of sentences, and I just want to get your take on this. Among the great principles, the United States was founded upon our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We, the people, are blessed to reside in a republic of rugged individualism and self-sufficiency. Since the time before Nimrod, the wicked builder of the first known city until now, no nation or empire used as much of its accumulated wealth to bless and advance the human condition. Since before the founding of the United States until this very moment in time, there have been those demonically inspired individuals and organizations seeking to destroy liberty, equal opportunity, and justice for all. I'll just stop right there um, because that's what's been happening ever since the founding of this nation. People do not want us to have freedom in Christ. They don't want to have us. No. They, they don't want us to enjoy liberty. They want us to be controlled little rats that they can kill, steal, and destroy. What say you? Absolutely. And it's all about one thing, Ron. It's about control. And I hate to tell you this, but the church is just as guilty as the politicians are. They just want control right now. That's what the church system is all about. Look at the churches that are coming against Trump right now. Look at the churches that are coming against the patriotic movement right now. Look, I've been a big advocate on this, but they're trying to steal our our uh, constitutional rights, the churches are supporting this. That's, that's the thing that just boggles my mind right now, is, is are, are the churches and the pastors supporting this, these things, going along with the New World Order agenda, because that's what this is about, is the New World Order agenda. So, I, I mean, it, it's some crazy times. This is, this is do or die right now. I like the way you put that a second ago. And I, and I just had this conversation earlier with someone about how in the church right now, the church is responsible is why America and the rest of the world is burning because they failed to complete their mandate that God gave them, the destiny they gave them. So it's been the church is under judgment and it's being handed to the remnant. And the way you need to look at this, this is a very crude uh, way of saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. 
is that you have really this is kill or be killed moment in the spirit, in the spiritual realm, spiritual warfare. The enemy has a gun to your forehead. You have one to his. It's a matter of who's going to pull the trigger first. That's where we're at right now in the spirit right now over America and over the rest of the earth. This is not just a battle for America. This is a battle for the entire earth right now, Ron. This is a kill or be killed moment in the spirit. And the church or the people of God need to rise up and start doing spiritual warfare in the spiritual realm because it's a kill or be killed moment right now. The devil, you cannot, look, a prime example of this, you cannot uh, try to talk to the enemy out of doing, out of, you know, please don't hurt me. Have you seen the videos right now of Black Lives Matter and oh, Antifa gosh, on yes. the streets like when they, when they were leaving the RNC last night? Yeah. There's no pleading with these people. You cannot get through to them. The enemy's not there to plead. He's not going to allow you to plead with him. It's a kill or be killed moment right now. now I'm not saying it in the natural. I'm saying in the spirit realm right now for the, for the believers of God. It is spiritual warfare. This is what has to be done. We have to go to a higher level of warfare. We have to learn. God's going to accelerate that process. But, again, this is a kill or be killed moment. What are we going to do? There's a gun pointed at our head. What are you going to do right now? In and we're going to leave realm? it right. We're going to do is leave it right there. We're going to pick this right up. You're listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. I am your happy host, Ron Edwards, and we shall return. When one refers to the lifeblood of America, I'm sure they would agree it includes the U.S. trucking industry. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, when it comes to what you and I wear, eat, or use, it is most likely transported by one of the many legions of dedicated truck drivers crisscrossing our beloved republic. Starting in 1910, the development of a number of technologies gave rise to the modern trucking industry. By 1914, there were almost 100,000 trucks on American roads. In 1954, President Dwight Eisenhower laid the groundwork for the construction of the interstate highway system, which includes ribbons of roadway that enable America's dedicated army of truckers to deliver everything we the people utilize for our daily lives. The truckers, in my opinion, and often been overlooked and even maligned by irate highway motorists who berate the truckers for supposedly causing traffic slowdowns. Today, over 27 million trucks traverse our highways, hauling over 70% of the total volume of freight. Because of the 24-7 trucking industry, our economy will recover more quickly and our way of life be more secure. So when you pass a trucker on the highway, give him a thumbs up and tell him Ron Edwards said hello. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Blowing away the myths and revealing the truth on the Ron Edwards American Experience. Continuing to walk toward the truth, the light. And the way I'm Ron Edwards and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience and thank you and thank you especially for our special guest today Mark Taylor a real truly good guy great American man of God very knowledgeable individual too I uh, love to pick his brain every time I uh, get to uh, converse with him uh, Mark you you really touched on something there before uh, the break <laughs> and um, it is the church um, and it, that's, right. it, that's at fault here. And here's the thing. At the beginning of this nation, and I have it in, in writing, I've had, in, you know, talked about this in conversations with, with great men like uh, William Federer and, uh, and others. Those preachers back then would give their sermon, say, amen, close their Bible, put it gently down on the lectern pick up a rifle, whoop, wait a minute, throw off their robe, then pick up their rifle and say, let's go to work. Today, right. you have the reverse. You have ministers who are standing by socialist pig politicians, abortion-promoting politicians, socialist-promoting politicians, politicians who are also convincing them to link arms with Islamic um, haters 
I see this. This has been happening a lot here in, 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 the, in the, where I'm living, near where the, in Dear, Dearbornistan, Michigan. You have these black ministers locking arm in arm with Islamists. And anyone who has studied Islamic history, has read the Quran, knows that the Islamists hate black people more than anyone else on earth. It's in there. They consider us nothing but slaves and people of the dust, and that they consider black people to have no souls. And yet, because of bitterness, programmed bitterness and hatred of America, black ministers link arm in arm. Now, here's one thing that uh, I mentioned on a show uh, this past week. There are many of these ministers and others of that ilk who say they would rather live under socialism because then everyone would be poor and they wouldn't care as long as it prevented the re-election of Donald J. Trump. They would rather live under socialism than have a man like Donald Trump restore America. This is quotes that I've heard and these are quotes that other people, when I've mentioned it to them, other talk show hosts around the country said, oh yeah, Ron, yeah, you're right. I've, I've heard it myself. What say you about that kind of wicked uh, behavior. Well, you have to ask yourself, why are they saying this, number one? Number number one is that a lot of these churches are Illuminati-controlled. They have handlers. They're being told to say this. They've been activated, if you will. I said it like six months ago. I prophesied that the spirits of chaos, uh, the hordes of chaos, have been released, and Satan's pastors have been activated you go back to the uh, FEMA clergy response team that was exposed back in 2006 where these guys were to get their flocks under control in, in times of natural disaster, submit to Romans 13, which Jesus never submitted to civil government, but they pervert Romans 13, and they get you to submit your guns, and then they come to round you up, and the pastors turn you in, help to turn you in, take you to the internment camp, and, and console you, basically, or counsel you as they split you and your family up in these internment camps. And in, in return, these guys get, uh, uh, like, money, or they get uh, food and shelter for their, their uh, clothing for their families. They get taken care of and all of this. Ron, that, to me, is the highest form of treason to me, because that's people you trust. Your clergy is supposed to be someone that you trust. So you have to ask yourself, who's activating these people? But FEMA that's activating these guys because they're still part of the clergy response team. It's still going on. A lot of these mega churches are Illuminati-driven. They have handlers. They get their 4 a.m. talking points, just like the news media does. These guys are being told what to say and how to say it. They're not churches. They're 501c3s. They're incorporated, so they answer to the state, they, uh, through the incorporation. They answer to the uh, federal government through the 501c3. Jesus Christ is not the head of their ministry. Bail is. The state is. So they, they are being told what to do. Now, the definition of corporation. People want to know why the church system has no power and authority in the spirit realm? Because the definition of the word corporation, people can look this up, means fictitious. Do you Ooh. understand that the legal ramifications this has in the spirit realm when you a corporation are fictitious? You don't exist. <laughs> Oh, man, Mark. <laughs> oh, man, this is um, this is uh, I'm laughing probably to keep from crying because there are so many people. And the reason why I'm even more upset is because unless I'm wrong, I thought that President Trump publicly took the, the, the bite out of that 501c3 uh, jargon anyway. And so, if you're, by what you're telling me, as if these, if these teach, if these um, churches are still walking around by the dictates of the 501c3 BS, that means they're doing it voluntarily. They, they're not even they're thinking being, that they're under the threat of anything. So they're 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 worse than I thought. They're cowards, number one, because they've had that yoke taken off of them where they can speak. Now they're still under the veil influence. But they, they have, Trump simply gave them the right to speak. He didn't take away the 501 c He simply gave them the right to speak. So when he did that, he took that yoke off. They can speak. They're not speaking. So it's one of two things. They're either cowards or they're being controlled. That shows you they're being controlled because they won't speak. And then the ones that are speaking, what are they speaking? They're speaking against the president and against the patriotic movement. 
see, this is a far cry from when the Black Coat Regiment existed uh, in the Revolutionary War. You had pastors behind the pulpits who would literally guard their flock and give their life for their flock. True, true. Uh, the, uh, the person, that, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at the contrast to now, Ron. We don't have pastors in the pulpit. We have CEOs, and these CEOs will do everything in their power to protect the corporation, not the people. They don't care who it hurts. Jesus. Wow. Um, so we, the people who, who do seek God and who do want to truly see our republic uh, restored uh, to its greatness and to fulfill its purpose, we have to be much wiser we have to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove in our search for houses of worship or just break away and seek them directly for ourselves and find like-minded people and uh, that uh, so we can encourage each other and keep ourselves uh, in the word and continue to grow and do what God has, has for us to do. Is that uh, kind of the way we're going? Yeah, what you're going to see happen now, the wave of the future is going to be home groups, home congregations, because people are getting out of the system in droves. They see what's going on. Uh, so different than people waking up seeing what the Democrats are doing. People are waking up seeing what these churches are into. Uh, and I hate to tell people this, but this is, the, this is the truth. They're going to find out that there's going to be some big things that are going to be exposed. They've already been exposed uh, in human trafficking, trial trafficking, uh, satanic ritual abuse. Uh, all these things are going on in our churches and seminaries in some of these big ministries, and it's, it's going to come out at some point. And people are sick and tired of it, and the only way to get away from that is to go through the, back to what it was originally meant to be was the home congregations. The word church means building anyway. Do a word study. The original writings in the New Testament never said the word church. It said the word congregation, and that's where God's taking it, back to the home congregations. What about in states where you have uh, idiots that bow to the bail government people who say, oh, you cannot have this home worship because, you know, they've got snitch neighbors now in some states right. that squeal like pigs. If you have more than 10 people in your home and all you're doing is quietly right, having Bible study, make, not even making right. noise, just having a quiet study. And if uh, I guess they didn't see them carrying a Bible in your house, they wouldn't even know what you're doing. But when they find out that you're having a Bible study, they go to Nutsville and they want to break this stuff up. And you have a nosy, right. nosy uh, snoop sister on the street, uh, street that will squeal on you. Right. Uh, you know, it's going to take voting a lot of these people out so that it doesn't matter if they make the phone call or not. That's that's their legal right to go in there and worship uh, as, as, uh, God as they please. So that's what it's going to take. It's going to take America standing up to these voices, uh, voting them out. Uh, because, you know, he's got to get control of the voter fraud, electoral fraud. I think when you do that, you're going to see an upset uh, on every level, federal, state, and local levels. And I've been telling people, you know, there's a lot of Christians out there, a lot of people of God that have been called to the position of leadership in politics. And I don't care who it is. If God has called you to that position, you need to step up and run. Take your position, whether it's at the federal, state, or local level. That's the only way this stuff's going to get changed. You know, Mark... I agree with you. We're almost coming to, to a break, but um, I would not want a Christian running for office unless he had the intelligence and the knowledge of what this country is, that it is a republic. Right. It's a constitutionally right. limited republic, and they'd have to know this stuff even all the way down to the Federalist Papers because there's nothing more dangerous than a Christian who's a socialist pig in office. John Lewis was one, and you have many others who call themselves Christians, and they're just as bad as the others. That's right. Real That's quick, right. if you have some uh, a last comment, because we're heading to a break. I just, I just want to encourage people, man. You know, there's going to be great things happening. Get out and vote. Make your voice count. All right. Mark, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, join me today. Uh, we're going to have you back uh, several times, especially before the election, because uh, we need – America needs uh, your type of encouragement, sir. And uh, well, thank you for what you're doing uh, over there with the other great show, uh, Chris Mc McDonald's show, uh, The Smackdown. Tell folks where they can find that, because uh, you do a bang-up job over there, man. You kick butt over there. Where can they find it and what time? Uh, we usually do it every Monday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on YouTube or Periscope. It's the McFiles. Uh, or they can I generally share it the next day on my YouTube channel called Mark Taylor Official. 
Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, you know the Edwards Notebook is joining you guys over there, too. It's, uh, uh, it's going to be in the, um, the, the, the Smackdowns. So uh, you'll hear awesome. me a little bit over there, too. So uh, thank you and congratulations for all you do. And say hello to Chris for me and Godspeed to you and your family, sir. You too, brother. Thank you for having me on. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be on your show. All right. Thank you so much. Well, there he goes. He's a great American, great man of God, a very intelligent, intelligent man. And um, it's always an honor to have him on and uh, always learn every time he's on. Thank you, Mark. You're listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience, and I'll be right back. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Late Nighters, make sure you like and follow WCET Radio and all our shows on social media. Just click the channel you want at the top and bottom of our homepage. Then be sure to share with a friend and ask that friend to do the same. And you become the resistance. Hello, America. This is Tim Tapp with the Tap into the Truth Voter Apathy Project. Do you believe that Joe Biden is a friend of black Americans? Do you believe that BLM, the organization, actually cares about black Americans? Do you think that a Marxist revolution would be good for black communities in this country? Then congratulations. You've got what it takes to be part of the Voter Apathy Project. You've already demonstrated that you have paid zero attention to the 36 years Joe Biden spent as a United States senator, plus the eight years he spent as vice president of the United States. You've proven that you've not been paying attention to black Americans being killed at a record pace during recent riots and violence in great American cities, plus the usual stuff in Chicago. You've also not been listening as original Black Lives Matter organizers have been leaving the organization publicly, announcing that the movement has been hijacked. And... You've also not been paying attention in history class when the conversation of Marxist communism, Marxist socialism has been taught. Because if you had, you would know that not only have more people been killed in the name of Marxism than any other political movement in history, but that it is indeed openly racist, specifically directed at black people. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you said yes to any of those questions, maybe you should go back to 8th grade history class. This has been Tim Tapp reminding you that if you don't care enough to tap into the truth, maybe you should just stay home on Election Day. Hey, it's the captain, Matt Bruce, and you're listening to Ron Edwards. Exactly, and you're listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Hello again, I'm Ron Edwards, and thank you so much for joining me. Well, I tell you that Mark Taylor is a wonderful guy and uh, always is full of great knowledge and uh, encouragement. And um, But I ask you, my friends, when do we decide enough is enough? We are living in bizarro land. And it will only get worse until we put a stop to this. There very well may be yet another civil war in the offing. That's what the leftist pigs are hoping for. We cannot continue to live like this. We cannot allow people like Black Lives Matter and other socialist pigs to continue to oink around and make stupid noises and demands. Like when they walked into a Washington, D.C. restaurant recently and demanded that someone raise their fist in support of Black Lives Matter when citizens are left to the violent to do as they will. Anytime they want to break into a department store like they did just recently in Saks Fifth Avenue in downtown Minneapolis, walking out with 
just oodles of clothing and other things. I saw one guy walking out with suitcases. Okay, wonder where the hell he was going. And so it, it, it begs to, 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 to question our willingness to go after the criminal element. Yet they want to force us to wear masks. A shot may be heard around the world and true chaos will descend. That is the nature of evil. That is the nature of this moment unless we, the people, decide to change this moment. We do not have to, just because something is going on, just because it is planned, just because we know what the diabolical plots and plans of the enemies of our nation, what they're doing, that doesn't mean we have to just bend over, grab our ankles and say, Bohica, here comes again. We don't have to take it. There's nowhere in the Bible, Constitution, Bill of Rights, Federalist Papers, all the way back to the Monroe Doctrine that says that we the people have to sit around, lie around, and take this crap. We don't. America is turned against American. Americans have turned against Americans throughout the republic. Family member against family member. Lifelong friendships are ended in a fury of insults and accusations. Hatred seethes openly in social media as the agents of change riot in the streets. They stop cars and pull drivers from their vehicles for a beating. Yet, if one of those drivers decides to pull out a pistol and shoots those abusers who are going to beat them into a pulp, they want to arrest the driver. Yet, they were sitting and watching these Black Lives Matter and Antifa thugs block the intersections in the first place. Did you know that if you're a truck driver and people stand in your way on the streets, you are legally obliged to run them over? That you don't have to? But people don't, well, if you don't know your rights, you don't have any. That's why the police will stand by and watch you get beaten to a pulp. And if you pull out a pistol and shoot your way out of it, they want to come after you. Statues have been torn down based on the decision of the mob of the moment. And they say they go after the racist. That's another bull capitalist with a, a hit lie. If that were the case, why why did they go after Frederick Douglass statues? Why did they try to tear down? Why did they tear down uh, uh, Ted uh, um, Theodore Roosevelt's statues? Why? Theodore Roosevelt was no racist. He was the first president to invite a distinguished black man to the White House for a visit and a meal. The first one. Booker T. Washington was his name. Our police are held back from their mission of protecting the innocent as they come under assault themselves because they have to obey these grubby mayors who are voted into office supposedly to run on our government on our behalf. But ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of this segment of yet another Ron Edwards' American Experience. It's been real. I thank you for joining me, and we will get together on the next installment of Ron Edwards' American Experience. I'm Ron Edwards. Bye now.